Ladies and gentlemen, put down your solo cups and fried pickles because this is Sideline Warning. The show with the perfect balance of hot sports takes, amazing insights, and good lord amen, get off my lawn style rants. If you want to be a part of the madness, call the Blitz line at 931-44-BLITZ. That's B-L-I-T-Z. Because that's how you spell Blitz. And now, here to recap this week's biggest and best stories from around the Southeast and beyond are your hosts, the phenomenal brother Adam Russell and the golden voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams. Let's do this. And as that music said... This is Sideline Warning. You've got your host, the Golden Voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, Madison, Alabama, because like the city of Madison and Huntsville, I'm on top of my sports game. And I have, as always, my great friend, my co-host, the phenomenal brother, all the way from the house of the quarantine, St. <laughs> Cloud, Adam Russell. What's up, Adam? How you doing, man? It's good to be back talking sports, and we couldn't have picked a better time. There are so many stories to cover right now that it's it's absolutely, I think, the perfect time for us to get back to our roots. It is. It is. This is sideline warning, and... Ah, uh, we can't do it anymore. No, April Fools, y'all. That, that's <laughs> there's not there's not even a sports to talk about right now. But it's good that we got the Grease back on the show for just a couple minutes. We'll, there you go. We'll play the out. Well, the outro will be our our unrelated birth song. You can hear Dylan Spears sing. I'll put a little unrelated. bit. I'll put a little bit right here. Some bed music just to kind of set the mood back to unrelated at birth. A little steel guitar. There you go. Yeah. Okay. How are things, man? Are you going stir crazy yet? I am. No, not really. Um, honestly, I think the biggest thing has just been adjusting, not even to the virtual school, but just trying to get in a rhythm because, you know, I work from home, not all the time, but I have the availability to work from home in my current You role. do a lot more than, than most. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm kind of used to that, but I think with school, it's, um, we get up, they eat breakfast, they do it, but it's like, okay, the assignments are on this tab today. And now instead of things disappearing when they're done, they're still there and nothing's graded. And it's just every day seems to be different with the way the content is displaying itself with um, the kids school. So every day is a little bit of an adjustment in that regard, but um, they've taken to it fairly well. And I mean, honestly, with the exception of not being able to go to the mall or anything like that, the week is pretty normal. It's the weekends where you really feel it, you know? See, I can't say the week is pretty normal because, I mean, as, as you know, I mean, I, I don't spend a lot of time at home. I mean, as a family, we, we spend a lot of time together, but we don't spend a lot of time at home. We, yep. we go and Ellie has dance on certain nights and, and we have Bible study and we yeah, that's go true. Dance here. is different, yeah. Now, now that we've gotten into, you know, there's Emma's dance and – we had gotten into a Wednesday night life group literally the week before they said no one should go. And so it's just like we had got off on the good foot to do all that stuff. So yeah, but we hadn't started a routine with it. You know, dance is probably the only thing outside of the house that's a standing thing every week. So um, yeah, I mean, it's fairly normal for us, but like you're saying, you know, it's an adjustment all around. It is because, and especially on Saturdays, because there's not a time where we're normally in the house on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, we're goers, we're doers, we 
but I basically have to be tied up to keep myself in the house. Sometimes I, I just, <laughs> I'm going stir crazy, man. Yeah. I, I need, I need my Disney fix. Yeah. I need my outside my house fix. Yeah. We can get so, Disney through Disney plus. No, I still, I still firmly believe this is, we've gotten into watching those VR. Um, cause we have a VR headset, um, through some game that my parents Ooh. got Aiden for Christmas. No, well, it's not a, no, it was not, it's not incredibly fancy like most of them. It is literally, um, it does the job that you need it to do when you're trying to like watch something on your phone, you know? And we have that. And so we're watching the VR videos of like ride alongs of things at Universal and stuff like that. I think this is, would be a perfect time for all of the theme parks. You've got to run cycles of the vehicles anyway because you can't let them just sit, right? I think it's the perfect time for them to strap a camera on those bad boys and get some high-quality 4K self-produced VR ride-alongs and publish them out on some, some channels. I bet people would pay for that content right now, to be honest. So here's the question. They're not supposed to be there at the park, so how are they get, letting the rides well, run? I think, I think everybody – I can't speak for the operations of, obviously, Disney, but I think – I don't know that there are functions where everything can sit, you know, but even, even if let's just say nobody's in the park right now and everybody is at home, there's going to be a couple of weeks of ramp up where you're going to have to get people back on. You're going to have to get things maintained. You're going to have to start up before you can go live. Right. And I think in that time period, it would be the perfect time to do some stuff like that and get some really quality stuff done whenever it is. I mean, you know, as long as everybody's six feet apart or 27 feet apart, who knows? Because now they're saying 27 feet apart. <laughs> now there's some study. So, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt, right? So there was a study that came out and said that droplets can travel 27 feet instead of just six. And the six isn't enough. But I mean, at the same time, you had that report out of London that said that millions of people were going to die. And that dude's like, oh, no, it's just going to be like thousands. It's not going to be that bad. I was I was totally wrong. So this person could come back in three weeks and say they were wrong too. Everybody's publishing everything they can right now to get their name out there. So basically, and you posted this earlier too. Basically, anything that you get sick with, you got a cold, Rona. You got a headache, Rona. GI issues, Rona. Yeah, women get that time of the month, Rona. Rona. Well, and and two, you know, they they still are publishing the story that says a rare symptom of COVID-19 is pink eye. And I always say at times like this, correlation does not mean causality. Just because two things happen at the same time or one goes up when the other goes up, doesn't mean that one causes the other or is an indication of the other. It could be a coincidence. I think pink eye is more of a symptom that you don't wash your hands, right? And so if you don't wash your hands, you could get COVID-19, but they're publishing that if you have pink eye, you better get tested. It's like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Kids get pink eye all the time. I mean, so probably not as much now yeah. that they're at home, but it's just, it's ridiculous. All the misinformation and like shotgun stuff that's going on out there right now. You know what a, a good side effect, actually a great side effect of all this uh, staying at home thing <laughs> is no lice. Yeah, that's true too. No kids are getting lice right now. <laughs> well, if they are, they're getting it from the place and they're not spreading it at least. <laughs> they're getting it from go. home. Or they got... Right, getting it from home and their siblings. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, dude, yeah. I'm I'm going crazy. This has to be over soon. We've we've rescheduled our trip that I was supposed to be on right now. Yep. We've rescheduled it to May. So, all you losers, if you're not in your house right now and you're not an essential worker, stay at home. 
Well, did you see the last thing I'll bring up and then we can get to fun stuff, but there was a pastor in Tampa that got arrested because he was encouraging people that. to show up. And, and I get it, but people are posting it like overall, even the Hillsborough County Sheriff said, you know, it's not about religion. It's about you have to be safe. But there are a lot of businesses right now claiming that they're essential that aren't, that are making their people choose. Do I go to work and put myself at risk or do I lose my job? And it needs to be equally applied to everybody, honestly. I mean, well, you, a church is obvious, but there are a lot of businesses doing this too. The state of Alabama is an at work or uh, at work state or mm-hmm. at what right to work state. Right to work, yeah, yeah. And um, so there are places like Academy, Academy, a mile down the street from me is saying open. Yeah, they're saying that they're essential because they're a they sell ammunition. Are we going to shoot the Rona? Well, actually, in Governor Ivey's uh, proclamation. Uh, ammunition stores, proclamation, proclamation, ammunition stores were, uh, exempt are exempt. Well, yeah. Cause you can't take the second amendment rights away. She wouldn't get reelected. Right, exactly. Well, oh, Mimo Ivy shouldn't get elected, reelected anyway. <laughs> I, I think that, I think this will be her last time anyway. I have to say something though. This is how, you know, you live in the state of Alabama. I texted you this earlier. Mm-hmm. Huntsville had their, uh, their, daily update and our mayor actually said you know a good offense is a great defense so we should all just stay at home and play defense and you'll see us go on the offensive you know you you are an (laughs) Alabama fan and you know you're from the state of Alabama when you make that yeah the speech. I'm surprised he didn't say defense, defense wins championships and eliminates viruses. <laughs> Good grief. Well, what they need to say is if you're, you losers don't stay at home, we won't have a college football season 2020. Yeah. That would keep everybody in the South at home. I guarantee you. Yeah. So, all right. What are we really here for? To have fun, man. I won't talk about this anymore. Okay, so we got three lists. We, we got some feedback. And, and real quick, wherever you're listening to this right now, clap along and say, me too. Say it out loud wherever you are. Have you ever seen the movie Network? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take it as, anymore. Yeah. I'm mad as Everybody do that right yeah. now. Say, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Wherever you are, just say it. People are going to look at you crazy. Your family's going to look at you crazy. But you know Sherry, what? I know you're sitting at no, your desk over. right now. Yeah, have you sent it. Sherry her email? Have you, have you sent Mike his email? I have not Have yet. you sent... Why, why, are you you putting, why are you calling me out in the middle of the podcast, dude? Because I haven't either. I've sent Sherry hers. <laughs> why are you calling me? Uh, because have she you done me. your thing that you're supposed to do? No. Neither we of need you, to send so. those emails out. I we sent do. Sherry hers because she bugged me. Jeff, I owe you an email. Mike, I owe you an email. Virgil and Kathy, I owe y'all an email too. We'll get to it. Yeah. We got plenty of time. time. Exactly. It, anyway, also, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. What was it? About a month and a half ago, we did a, a Disney World, Disneyland, this or that type yeah. list episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be sort of that. Okay. But with all, all of this stuff going around Facebook, instead of putting the Rona stuff on Facebook, people are, are doing lists and, and, yeah. and filling out things that you don't have to see bad posts. So we figure we're going to do that. We're going to fill our episode with lists. Let's do it. Let's do it. First one, I think this uh, this came to us today, came to you today because of what I'm reading or listening to. 
on uh, Audible. Uh, what are your three best movie villains and and three villains that, that just didn't hit home for you? So you want to do the best at first and then we'll go to the worsts? Sure. Let's do the bests first. Bests. All right. What is your number one best? My number one is the one we were already talking about. Um, it's Dolores Umbridge because from Harry Potter. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking about it with Blair and, and with you. And the thing about it is, is when you see a picture of the actress that played her, you still don't like her. Right. You know, it's not, it's one of those where, A, you haven't seen her in anything else if you're not British, so you don't know who she is. But at the same time, it's like, if you saw her on the street, the first thing you would think of is you made Harry write in his arm, you know, that kind of thing. I will not lie. I will not lie. So I I have her up there because I think that that it's one of those that kind of transcends all of that to where no matter your age or where you're coming from in Harry Potter, you really feel how much you dislike her. So that's my number one. I agree. Um, I'm actually going to go with my number one of any movie bad guy was the Joker from Dark Knight. Hmm. Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. uh, was quite possibly the best bad guy I've ever seen in a, in a movie. Okay. He, he, he had that, that egotistical, just maniacal, twisted, guy um and, and unfortunately he we don't get to see heath ledger anymore because the role was so dark he killed himself and he went down that deep 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 psychological struggle because he he was a uh well what's the word a character actor or whatever it's joaquin phoenix does it like a where method he, actor method actor yeah he, yeah. he went i mean he, it was so dark that it actually destroyed Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my number one of all time. Okay. So my, what is my your number, number two, two not being surprised, not, not surprisingly um, is the Joker, but it's not any specific one. It's mm-hmm. all of them except for the one from suicide squad. <laughs> oh yeah. Jared Leto's was not good. I mean, you know, they were just trying to be over the top on that one. But if you think about Jack Nicholson's Joker classic, mm-hmm. Classic, classic version of it. If you think about Heath Ledger's version of it, classic stands on its own. And if you think about Joaquin Phoenix's, it stands on its own as well. And it's such a, it's almost like you think about the Batman comic books. One thing that DC has done really well that they can't make a movie to save their life. Um, But one thing they have done really well is a lot of these spinoff comic books are actually pretty good. And so many renditions of the Joker and Batman prove how, resonant those characters are. And I think that the fact that three of those movie versions of the character stand like they do um, just means the character itself is, is really, really good. Same thing for Umbridge, right? It's just a character that gets deep and resonates. So I've got the Joker at my number two. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, I tried not to go there, but this was quite possibly the best Disney villain of all time. Okay. Scar. Okay. Yeah. Just because of how much he hated Simba yeah. and the links he went to destroy Simba and Mufasa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he basically made Simba think he killed his own father. A lot of people think be prepared is his quintessential moment in the movie. Right. I think when he sits there and they're watching Simba run away and he's without even looking at the hyenas, he just says, kill him. 
Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dark for a Disney movie, dude. <laughs> right. Exactly. He doesn't even, doesn't even yeah. bat an eye. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be, I mean, not really cause we're not blood, but it would be like me killing you and telling my henchman, go kill Aiden. Just go. Yeah. 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 Kill him. Yep. I, that's I mean, a good that's, one. I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, ah, okay. Anyway, All right. you're, you're number three. My number three is a little out of left field. Um, and it's, uh, I don't. Th- I don't want to say this is one of my favorite movies, but it it is up there pretty high by one of my favorite directors. No, okay. Um, you'll be surprised by my inclusion of the Rocketeer in the list. Um, but um, I have Norman Bates. I thought about that because it is. If once you've seen it, of course it's spoiled. But the way that that all plays out is so unexpected, and for the time was so different than anything that had ever been presented in cinema before that, um, that it, it ranks up there pretty high for me. It, it was that one. If you think about like Hitchcockian stuff, right. It's either that mm-hmm. or the villain. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but the one from rear window, because you watch this dude from Have you ever seen rear window? I haven't. Oh man. It is fantastic. It's, it's about this guy. He breaks his leg. He's a photographer and all he has to do all day. Like, I guess it's actually probably, <laughs> worth watching today all he has to do is look out his window at all of his neighbors and so he sits there and watches and and he sees something happen in this guy's apartment and he tells everybody about it and starts trying to do what he can from being stuck in his apartment to investigate and catch the guy and he ends up being right about the whole thing and how it all pans out is pretty good too because you don't see the character you don't even hear him speak or anything until the very end of the movie I think that one's a good one too, but it's not like the big reveal with Norman Bates and everything like that. Anyway, okay, I, I okay. digress. Continue. So my number three, and we, I, I did three. Well, no, I, I, okay, I did an honorable mention. I did three and an honorable mention. mention too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my number three is I was trying not to do something that you and I would agree on, but we talked about <laughs> it. Dolores Umbridge. I, it, it's I, I remember how much I hated her from the movies, and then now going back and listening to the books, just her. Are, are we asking a question? Are we, are we, ta- are we raising our hand? You know, it's, it's her, it reminds me of Southern, old Southern ladies. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you laugh, yeah. but yeah, that's exactly, saying, exactly what it is because they're, they're trying their best not to show you how angry they are. But uh, I mean, they're female dogs yeah. sometimes. Yep. I mean, that's just how it is. It's the whole you know, bless your heart thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, oh, bless your heart, you stupid mother. You know? <laughs> easy, easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. If you don't know that that's what bless your heart means. Easy, easy, man. We're a family. Come family. on. Oh, I didn't say the word. <laughs> so, all right. What is your honorable mention? So my honorable mention, and I actually almost put this character in my didn't pan out, but I, I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. So I gave it honorable mention of not being listed in the top three of the best is Darth Vader, but, <laughs> but rogue one, Darth Vader in that scene in the hallway at the end, that Darth Vader would not have lost to Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> or no, not at not least at been, not at least been matched equally with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. And I think that if you could make star Wars again today in a remake, which they should never do, I'm just saying if you did, Darth Vader would be so much more compelling than he already was mm-hmm. because that, that le- just that edge he had 
he didn't really have it. I mean, he was ruthless in the rest of them with the force choke and all that stuff. But that moment, I think, is his signature moment, and it wasn't even from an original trilogy. Yep, I agree. Bad A, Darth Vader. Uh, so m- mine is an 80s movie. I about put Vader there, too. Yeah, uh, That's why I laughed. But mine is an 80s, 90s, mid-90s movie. Okay. Just what do you think I'm going to say first? We'll see if you can. When you said 80s, I was going to say the guy from Die Hard. No. No. Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen. Okay. (laughs) Just because everywhere he turns, everywhere a Biff is, he, I mean, it's, you want to hate him. You want to beat him up. You want to kick his, yeah. You know what? Yeah. So it's just, that's funny. It's Biff, man. Yeah. So, all right. What are your three worst villains or villains that didn't hit home for you? All right. So my worst um, number one is Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. What? You took mine. <laughs> no, it's that bad that we agree at least. Right. Yeah, I, know. I know. I mean, my I goodness. Okay. Everybody chill. chill. Uh, I mean, well, okay. I got, okay. I got another one that, that could have been, I'm not going to use that one then. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I I enjoyed at the time Batman Forever, and I liked the soundtrack at the time of Batman Forever. I went back the other day, it was on TV, and I tried to watch it. Man. Whew. Mr. Freeze is Batman and Robin. No, I know, but I'm talking about the two of them together. So I had a point that I was making. So I went back okay. and tried to watch Batman Forever, and it was just, I couldn't watch it. And then, although Jim Carrey is a great Riddler, but then... I tried to watch Batman and Robin, which was on after that. And it was even worse, dude. Oh, it's horrible. And it's just like, man, because it's like what DC does now is either everything is overly dark and gloom and unhappy. Like why the reason everybody hates the end of man of steel kind of thing, or it's brightly colored and shaped like a dinosaur, like suicide squad and Harley Quinn. They can't make up their mind. And I think that harkens back to those two movies. Everything was brightly colored and it was ridiculous. I mean, the rollerblading guys, and they were fighting over the diamond with hockey sticks. It was just with the black light. It was like yes, yes. It was Uh, a Cusar ring. Much respect to Cusar, though. Oh man, I miss (laughs) Cusar so bad. Uh, So I'm going to go along those same lines then, since I had to throw you know throw an audible in here. Sure. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is Two Face. Yeah. Two Face is supposed to be a ruthless killer, and Tommy Lee Jones basically made him a comedy act. So, so funny story, Tim Burton was supposed to do Batman forever, but when Michael Keaton dropped out, Tim Burton dropped out. So Billy D Williams was supposed to, cause you know, he's Harvey Dent in the first two Batman. And so he's supposed to be two face, but then when, um, whoever took it over, whoever that is, I don't even know who it was. Yeah. Whoever that director is, um, it went to Tommy Lee Jones. Now, Jim Carrey as Edward Nigma and, and Riddler, mwah, amazing. But that's, but that's really the problem is you put Tommy Lee Jones up against Jim Carrey, and he almost had to become a Tommy Lee Jones version of Jim Carrey. Right. And compete in the same movie, you know? Yeah. And that was along the same time that uh, Men in Black was coming up, too. So we see two comedy Tommy Lee Jones, and that's just – yeah. Weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's Men in the Black fugitive. was good though. That was much better though. I liked Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's your two? My number two is Count Dooku. Okay. 
I mean, the guy was supposed to be this deep, dark Sith controlling things in the background. And all he had was a curved lightsaber and he didn't really do anything. Nope. I mean, yep. it was just, it, it's a lot of what I think fell flat with the trilogy and a lot of what people don't like about Snoke and things like that with the new trilogy is you had the possibility to have a really great villain, but you have so many characters in the star Wars universe that you can't possibly develop all of them. And you throw all these people in that don't get developed and people are let down a little bit. And that's Dooku for me in the original trilogy. Yep. So I got, uh, not the original trilogy, the, the prequel oh, the, the prequels, trilogy. sorry, prequels. Yes. So I'm going along the same lines. I'm going to the prequels as well, but it's general grievous. Yeah. You've got all these lightsabers of these Jedis that you've destroyed and it takes one guy to yeah. beat you. Now, granted that one guy is Obi-Wan Kenobi, but come on. Yeah. My thing with general grievous was that he, I couldn't understand a word he said to begin with. And that, that's one thing that turned me off to the prequels. I couldn't understand the trade federation guys. Uh, Watto had a weird accent, general grievous. I couldn't understand him, but the dude had a cold all the time and he was already like right. sick. It's he like, had the Rona. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was just odd. Yeah. I agree with that one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. What's your, we'll call this your top. We'll call this your most misunderstood villain. Well, Mr. Freeze was okay. How about this? Mr. Freeze was the worst of all time. If you okay. put this in the light of one that could have been really solid, but didn't pan out because of a poor creative decision. Um, it's Neville Sinclair from the Rocketeer. Um, he is, um, God, what's his name? I can see his face. The guy the who actor, played James Bond. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Roger Craig. Gosh. Timothy no, Dalton. Timothy Dalton. It's Timothy it. Dalton. Timothy Dalton. So he was excellent, I thought, in the whole movie. The way he plays the whole thing was good. And then all of a sudden at the end, spoiler alert, when it's revealed that he's a Nazi, not just a Nazi sympathizer with a British accent, he starts speaking German, but then suddenly he has a German accent. Right. And it's like, okay, do we have to be so ham-handed to be like, now he's got to talk like a Sprechen's a Deutsch too, you know? It's like, no, he could still be the same, like, ruthless. But as soon as he's like, I wish we could have been into the movies together, Jimmy. The Rocket. And it's just this weird, all of a sudden, Timothy Dalton with a German accent is just ridiculous. And I think it ruins kind of, not ruins, but it takes away from the last little three or four minutes on the blimp at the end of that movie. So Yep, yep. All right, so here's the one I thought you were going to agree with me on. Okay. That and the little teaser, Kylo Ren. So okay. much potential, okay. so much potential to be a yeah. bad booty. Yeah, but he turns out to be a whiny little female dog. Yeah, you're walking right up to the line tonight several times. This is funny. I am. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I think the problem with Kylo Ren is that there was never an intention for him to be truly the villain of the whole thing. I think that's the problem is, is he never fully turned to the dark side. He always had that kind of blunted edge of the light still in him. You know, my mommy, my daddy, you know, and all that Darth Vader, you have to worry about any of that, man. They did. Yeah. yeah but I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't think it was ever intended for him to be that way, but I understand why for you, it would have been good to see him that way. Yeah, although, it would have. Although, if it ends up at the end of the day with all of those memes of good boy Ben, sweater Ben, running around yeah. to I need a hero from Footloose. I know. Totally worth it just for that alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll give you another one that 
will blow people's minds. So is this your honorable mention? Well, this is mine that that will blow people's minds. Just okay, I'm right. not I'm not even gonna say this is honorable mention because this is probably my my big crazy one. Because of who we've already talked about as one of our best villains of all time. Yeah. Lord Lord Voldemort. He who shall not be named. No, it's Lord Voldemort. You know who Voldemort. Yeah. You know, I spend so much time in the first, you know, there's this first four books of Voldemort. He's coming. He tried to kill Harry. And then the real big bad guy you see, the first big one that you see is Dolores Umbridge. So you hate Dolores first. Was she in Goblet of Fire? No. So see, you, see, but you see him at the end of Goblet of Fire, though. Yes, you do. But you don't really hate Voldemort at the time. You hate Wormtail at the time. Because Wormtail is the one that turned his back on the Potters. Yeah. Spoiler. And, and <laughs> I mean, and so you hate Wormtail because he's the one that made it possible to bring Voldemort back. Yeah. And, yeah, and really Harry defeats Voldemort in that first little duel. Yeah. And so I don't really fear Voldemort there, but I start fearing Umbridge because of her control over Fudge and her control over Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, I think, I think too, with, with Voldemort, there's a, um, there is a, it was always intended to be a kid series, right? And Voldemort like unleashed in a non children's series would have been completely different. But like in, in the last couple, when, Voldemort literally like speaks to all of the students' minds at the same time saying, give right. me Harry Potter and you'll be powerful and all this stuff. And the Slytherin house is like, get him. And then, and then, uh, what's her name? McGonagall just steps up and says, take Slytherin house out of here. And then it's just like over. And it's like, yeah. he literally just spoke to every student at the same time. And all a teacher had to do was send the kids to their room. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, it just seemed, you know, it is still, there was always that kind of saccharine sweetness to the Harry Potter series that, uh, eliminated yeah. some of those situations that could have been much worse, you know? And I think it probably did blunt Voldemort or Voldemort a little bit. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's just, I don't know. That's why I think, I think I that, still love it though. Oh, I do too. It's great. And yeah, it, it's amazing. I'm on book five right now and it's taken me what three weeks to go yeah. through the first four. So yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I do want to say something real quick. And this, while we're on the subject of, of Harry Potter and Voldemort, and I, I hate to say this, I have to bring, and this will, will transition us into your dad's question of the week, uh, because your dad and I are going to talk about uh, the Corona one yep. more time. Yep. Uh, but I saw a post on Facebook last week and I shared it on my personal Facebook wall that, that will speak to a situation that we're having right now to the seniors of 2020, they're not going to have their senior class. They're not going to have a graduation. They're going to have a prom. Yeah. I saw a perfect thing about Harry Potter. Hey, you, yeah. You're shaking your head. Cause you I know. saw it too. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going to read it. It's not that long. I was a bit upset initially when JK Rowling, because of the way that the Harry Potter book series robbed Harry, Hermione and Ron of their final term at Hogwarts students. I felt like we had traveled this this far together with them through the wizarding school and only seemed fair that we get to watch them work through their last several levels. Life had a different plan for them though. And Rowling wrote the path that was true for her characters as much as it is now for students everywhere in the 2020. 
especially high school seniors. What you are doing right now is helping the world stand up against a deadly enemy in order to protect countless lives. You are Harry Potter. You are Hermione Granger. You are Ron Weasley. You miss Hogwarts and Hogwarts misses you, but your role here is crucial and it will bless the paths of many lifetimes to come. <clears throat> Through, wait, three many lifetimes to come. Though many will still fall in this battle, you're doing your part to stave off an even greater global disaster. You're being true to your school in the most unexpected of ways, and you will graduate with the honor of having played a key part in this fight. Yep. Your work so far has a, your work so far has a chance for either further accomplishments and it has, haven't been dashed. Those haven't been dashed. A world of opportunity will await you when you get past this. Take heart and have hope. And remember the words of Albus Dumbledore. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. That's right. That, that's a perfect, yeah. perfect way to think about the class of 2020. Yep, that's good. And it's also a perfect way to lead us into a Virgil Ask the Question. And here we go. All right, guys, here we go with the question of the week. Since the hottest topic going today is involving the coronavirus or COVID-19, my two-part question is on the subject. Also, I would like to post this link to a Science Daily article dated March the 17th, 2020. It is very informative on the COVID-19 origin and how this disease operates. Okay, question one. What are two other coronaviruses that have occurred in the past two decades? And question two, what animal is associated with the start of the outbreaks? That's it, guys. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know SARS. Okay, I know SARS. Yep, SARS. Yep. Um, animal caused that? I'm just going to guess because I know Corona got got started by a guy going all Ozzy Osbourne. So I'll just say bats. Yeah, bats or cats. There was a civet cat. I had to Google this one, but a civet cat or something like that. I knew SARS, just didn't know the source. And okay. I know the other one is MERS. Yep, MERS. Which is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. So you can name that one after a region, but you can't name anything else after a region. Who knows? Um, but MERS was actually from camels. Really? Camels, yeah. What, a camel lick a dude and he got MERS? <laughs> no, I got the MERS from a camel. <laughs> MERS. <laughs> all right, all right. We're, we're going to do a, a quick fun segment. We're going to see how well we each know each other real quick. Okay, all right. And then we'll get to the, the last list. All right, so this has been around Facebook for a long time, but I'm going to see if we can stump each other here. Oh, real quick, five. real quick. Sorry, I got to say real quick, the link that my dad mentioned will be in the description of the podcast if you want to click on it. Sorry, it'll be in there. There you go. So, there you go. All right, it'll be continue. there. All right, we're going to name five concerts. Yes. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Four of them will be truth. One of them will be a lie. How well... Do we know each other's fandoms? You want to go first? You want me to? You go first. All right. Randy Travis. Okay. Alan Jackson. Okay. Mark Wills. Mm -hmm. Travis Tritt. Mm -hmm. Or Alabama. Man. All 90s See, I went. I went all 90s country too on you, um, and probably a little earlier than that. So we've pulled the same trick. Um, Mm -hmm. Randy and all bands that we like. 
Randy Travis, Alabama, Travis Tritt. Who else? Mark Wills and Alan Jackson. I'm going to say Alabama. I the saw line. them in 1999 at Big Spring Jam here in Alabama, mm. in Huntsville. Okay. They played, they played my uh, high school football stadium one time. Oh, that's cool. Saw them on the 50 That's yard. awesome. Uh, can I get one more I guess? One more guess. Yep, one more guess. Alan Jackson. I actually saw him on his first tour with Randy, ja- uh, yeah. Randy Travis. See, I saw Alan Jackson too, but it was my first year at Alabama. He was our homecoming concert. Oh, at home in Coliseum. And I thought maybe you were trying to throw one in there, trying to overlap with our time and all that. So who was it then? Travis Tritt. I haven't seen Travis Tritt live. Interesting. I've seen, I saw Mark Wills at the Grand Ole Opry just about six, seven months ago. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't just throw in Mark Wills. I figured you'd seen him because that's a random name to just throw in. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going, I was going to do like, Luke Bryan, Rascal Flats, <laughs> because I have seen those two in live. Yeah, yeah. I was going to throw Rascal Flats and uh, Taylor Swift. I know yeah. you've seen those live because yeah. we've talked about it. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. What's your five? All right. Chad Brock, mm-hmm. Diamond she Rio. She said yes. <laughs> we meet in the middle, need that old Georgia pie. <laughs> Chad Brock, Diamond Rio. Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira, or Mickey Gilly? Eric Church, Talladega, uh, Mickey Gilly. I don't know who Mickey Gillen is. Really? Uh-uh. Hmm. That's a name that you would throw in because that's like your Mark Wills, though. Possibly. Maybe not. I want to say you've seen The Chief. Just because I know how big a fan you are. I'm going to say Diamond Rio. I have seen Diamond Rio. I have the guitar picks and the drumsticks from Diamond Rio. Oh, really? You were that mm-hmm. close? Mm-hmm. See, threw Chad Brock in there because I know you and I played that CD out relentless, religiously. I'm going to say Eric Church. Eric Church is it. Okay. <laughs> I saw Chad Brock, Diamond Rio at um, Jubilee City Fest in Montgomery one summer. Yeah. And um, I saw Mickey Gilly and Branson with Blair Who's and Mickey her Gilly? family. Mickey Gilly sings, um, Blair could probably tell you more songs. The only one I remember he sang, uh, the show, the comedy part of the show was the best part, but he sings like songs. I think they're called like, aren't the girls all prettier at closing time? And, like old country stuff, like real okay, old country okay. stuff. Um, and then I saw the Oak Ridge Boys. It was actually my first concert. I saw them with my parents when I was really little. Okay. And okay. I have not yet Eric seen Eric Church. So. Giddy up. Giddy up. I can't do it. I used to be able to. Where was that one uh, week I was really sick and I could right? do Darth Vader? No. <laughs> Get down there. Mow, mow. Okay, so we, anyway. We have, we have one more list, do we not? We do have one more list, and this is the one that's making the rounds on Facebook. And, and I was going to post one, but then I thought, no, let's do this for the show. Let's save this for the show. Let's do our five and then six through ten. So okay. these are ten things that we each 
hate might not be the right word, but don't like that are normally popular. Okay. All right. We'll start with you, with you, sir. You're just first one through five. five. So mm-hmm. my first one is uh, one we've already talked about, the Beatles. I have to just go ahead and get that one out of the way because we've already talked it. My second one is like shame, shame, like wine and alcohol and just stuff like that. I just don't, it's just not my thing. Um, Like deep winter, like people who live somewhere where it gets really super cold for a long period of time. Um, There's people that seem to enjoy that. I really don't. Um, Mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms on anything. And then television. So I like, when I turn on YouTube TV, it's usually when it was on sports in the background. Um, I'll watch Impractical Jokers or Curse of Oak Island. Like I have like five things I watch, but I've never seen much of Friends. Um, when I did watch Seinfeld, I binged it on Netflix like 30 years after the episodes were made. You know, <laughs> I just I, I'm just not a big television watcher overall. So those are my top five. Okay, so my number one. The beach. Yeah. I hate sand. It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. So not the beach as a destination to go to with your family, but the actual physical beach part of the trip. The beach. Right. The beach. I hate, like I'll go there. I will, I'll sit on the balcony and listen to the waves roll in. It's so relaxing, super relaxing. But then when you get down to the beach, that the sand that just gets everywhere and crevices you didn't even know you had, it just, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Give me a pool. Give me a lake. Something. Don't take, don't give me a beach. Okay. Number two is the walking dead. Yeah. I agree with that one too. Yeah. Everyone's on the walking dead. It's just a stupid zombie show. Yep. Number three. And you said alcohol, but we know that's a lie. If I said that, uh, Jaeger. I okay. hate Jaeger with a passion. And especially now that Jaeger is still associated with Zach Brown. Jaeger. <laughs> Number four, water parks. Really? I hate water parks. I'll go to them yeah. just to say I've done them. But I'll stand in line for an hour and a half to ride a 30-second ride, a 30-second yeah. water, water slide. Like the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Magic Kingdom. I'm yes. just sticking on you. I know. Seven doors mine train that's long. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. And number number five, olives. I hate olives. Really? Oh, man. I, I love green olives. Aiden eats them on his pizza. Ugh. Yeah. The only vegetable that belongs on pizza is onion. And the only fruit that belongs on pizza is pineapple. I agree. Pineapple is good on pizza. It is. Very good. I, I agree with that. So this didn't take near as long as I thought because we've, we're only 40 <laughs> minutes to the show, man. All right, so so what's your 6 through 10? I, I think six my 6 through 10 is going to have a lot of discussion, by the way. I'm going to save my number 6. It's no, in, in no particular order. I'm going to save one of them for last just because of the reaction it might get. So to continue the food topic, um, I hate goat cheese. I don't know how there are like a whole group of people when you, when you hang out with the food and beverage folks at, at Disney. Who thinks you know? that's amazing. That, that's and, such a, Oh, weird... this goat cheese is fin. It literally tastes like you licked a goat and then ate cheese. It tastes like wow. animal. It just animal is all I taste like game, gamey, stinky animal. Anyway. Um, 
so the next one in, along the same lines is blue cheese dressing. Like That's on nasty wings, too. Yeah, on wings. Nope. Give like me ranch. That, give me ranch every day. Um, the Lord of the Rings movies. Not a fan of those. Can't really get into the books either. I've tried. Um, and Dave's gone video silent, so he disagrees with me. Wait till you hear the last one then. Um, another oh food one, uh, lamb. Like, I think lamb oh. suffers from the same problem as goat cheese. It tastes You don't like, like gyros? Don't like what? Gyro. No, G-Y-R-O. No. I do not. Really? I do not like lamb. I do not like lamb. It suffers to me from the same thing as goat cheese of there is a wild animal flavor to it that I cannot get past. I can't. But you like venison? No. Nope. So, okay, let me ask you this. If I was to give you a bison burger. Oh, I would eat that. It's the it same it's, thing. It's like it a gamey it taste. Ha- it doesn't have the same taste. It depends on where you get it. If you get the bison burger from Contemporary or from Artist Point or somewhere like that, it does not have the gamey taste to it. They season it and get it probably from a place. I don't know where they get it from, but it's evidently okay. better than other places. So, um, But the, the other thing I don't like that other people just rave about is Princess Is this number six? Bride. No, this is the last one, the Princess Bride. I don't get it. And I, that's I it, folks. Problem, Show's over. Show's <laughs> over. I think my problem is, I don't even know how to say his last name, Carrie Elwes, Elways, the Elves. dude who was the, the mayor in the latest uh, season of Stranger Things. I cannot stand watching that human being exist. I don't know why. Days of Thunder, man. I know. I can't. If he wasn't in it, I would love that movie a lot more. Robin Hood Men in Tights? You don't like that movie? No. I can't, I can't watch anything he's in. I don't know why. It's like, he like only, it? dude, he only has half of the mode. things. But anyway, it, I, I just, I, I, I can't. Half of my quotes are from Princess Bride. That's why it's your quotes and not mine. Oh my gosh. So I figured that was going to get that half kind of, of our fans are turning their podcast things off right now because of you. You don't like the Beatles. <laughs> You nope. don't like Princess Bride. Nope. You don't like Lord of the Rings. No, I don't. The Hobbit books? I can't get into I've, I've read The Hobbit one time, and it was a very difficult read. Like, it was difficult. Like, it just wasn't engaging to me. But you've read Thrawn, and Thrawn is one of the most difficult Star Wars reads. Yeah, it's engaging to me. The character is engaging. The problem with The Hobbit is he tries to be funny too often. And it's like, just tell me the story. Sometimes I just want you to tell me the story. It's the same thing Charles Dickens tries to do. Sometimes Charles Dickens tries to be too witty for his own good, too. Well, he doesn't try. He tried. He's dead. Well, yeah. But his works live on. So Tolkien's dead, too. But, you yeah. know. <laughs> All right. All right. Hit me, with, hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Number six is Cats. The musical and the animal. Okay. I hate Cats. Well, Aiden's going to not be happy with that. Aiden likes cats. Aiden loves cats, dude. Cats are good for one thing. And I've always said this. When you run out of footballs at the punting practice, grab a cat. (laughs) Okay. Those views are not necessarily those of everyone else affiliated. Number seven, heat. Heat. Extreme heat. Like temperature outside? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know, I can take the cold because you can always put on more layers. It's true. 
you can only take off so many layers before you get arrested. Arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, what are you doing? I'm hot. (laughs) Just true. Yeah. Number eight, Sonic. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Sonic has such good ideas. Like, they had they tried to do sweet potato tots one time. I thought, yep. oh my gosh, that is such a great idea. But it tasted like poop. <laughs> the the idea is well, great. Well, they were orange, so you know. <laughs> the idea was great. The the execution was another thing. Yep. Uh, like their sonic blasts. There's so much candy at the top. Yeah. But once you get past that top. It all gone. It's just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Go to Dairy Queen. Get there your you blizzard. Go. go to, or if you're in Orlando, go to Twisty Treat. There you go. Right. So, so My- I, I would, let me say this real quick. I have not been happy with Sonic. Hey, it always seems to make me feel bad after I eat it, but I have never been happy with Sonic since they got rid of the Fritos chili pie. They brought back it in. They got they rid of it, chili pie? Like we don't have it down here. At least they, they've got it in a burrito form and, and for a period of time, they had the walking taco version of it where they took the bag of Fritos and cut it yeah. and put it in there. And I even liked that, but I want Fritos with chili and cheese. I don't, a tortilla need not be involved in that. I want it in the little tray like they yep. used to make it, you know? I agree. Now I, I used to back in the nineties, man, a, a Sonic chili cheese corn dog or a chili cheese foot long hot dog. Yeah. Those things used to be the <laughs> stuff. Man, and they used you to got be so old. good. And then you got old. And then when they used to be the stuff, they later became the runs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So my nine and 10, I know 10 is going to, to have a princess bride uh, reaction out of you. Oh, really? My number nine is McDonald's sweet tea. Hmm. It tastes like I was licking sugar off of the straw yeah sugar water i like sweet tea i love sweet tea yeah most of the time the sweeter the better but mcdonald's does something to where the sugar overtakes the tea flavor yeah and it's i'm drinking just straight sugar water and not sugar tea yeah but when i'm in orlando the only place i can get sweet tea is mcdonald's there are some places that get it that you can go to like four rivers and it's very targeted though. It's By the way, I need to, I need to try four rivers. I keep hearing that it's one of the best barbecue joints oh, yeah. I'll ever have eat. To. It. Well, and the fact yeah. that it's a barbecue ministry too. I mean, yeah, that's a big deal. So, okay. Okay. And my number 10 that everyone loves that I cannot stand. And I think that it is a waste of money. Oh, and a waste of a space in Target, and a waste of a space on Highway 72 out here, and a waste of a, a good green apron. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, you were saving that one up, like, weren't you? <laughs> their coffee tastes like dirt. Their uh, everything else is basically milkshakes for breakfasts. Their food is overpriced. Their baristas think they're better than they are because they call themselves baristas, but they make minimum wage. Yeah, Starbucks. 
they make minimum wage, but every Starbucks partner gets full health coverage and other benefits that other minimum wage workers don't get. B, I agree with you on the barista thing, especially down here, because I have ordered flat whites before. Remember we were talking about that last Mm -hmm. week? And instead of doing two ristretto shots, they will dump one full shot and let the other one go down the drain. I've seen that kind of stuff happen. So baristas have their own shortcuts because you can't see over the counter. Um, I can. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you can't see over to the machine that's in front of you. That's true. That's true. But, um, but yeah. So, you know, we were talking coffee last week. Mm-hmm. And I got Starbucks K-Cups this time. And was so, like, it was almost like putting on a pair of shoes that just was so comfortable. After having Dunkin' K-Cups and stuff just the smell of it. And it's just, I, I have acclimated myself to dirt, I guess. <laughs> I'm have enjoying you, them thoroughly. Have you done what you said you were going to do? Have you got no, McCafe? I, I, I got these yet? cause they were on sale to try Starbucks. The next purchase will be McCafe ones just to compare Okay, and see, okay. they will be the next ones. So McDonald's dude, it's, it, I'll tell you, it's life changing, man. I will it's be that, honest with you. I, I promise to you and the audience, I will be honest with you and give it's you that hitchy in the face coffee, that mm, wake you up coffee. <laughs> they hit mm. you in the face, right between okay. the eyes. Right, but hit me with your best shot, right between the eyes. <laughs> hey, one other thing I want to do, right as we we close and end here. There was a, a meme I sent you to, and maybe not a meme, but one of those, you know. What would you type things? Let's see how well we know each other again here. Okay. If you could see me play any part in a movie or a musical or something like that, what part would it be? In a movie? Or movie, a musical, any, any so, role. In a musical, if I had to pick one for you in a musical because of the... What's the word? Gravitas. The passion? the passion you would bring to it. Uh-huh. I, I think that you should be allowed one time in your life to play John Valjean. Just one time. But it's a tenor, <laughs> man. I just can't do day, the tenor. Just one time. Okay. Something from like a Les Mis kind of thing that, okay, how about this? I take it back. I guess it's Barnum, the main character from Greatest Showman. P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Something, a role like that where you can literally just sing as loud as you want to. And it's expected that that's what I, any role like that. I can't name one because there's several like that. So we'll use greatest showman as the, as the example. Okay. If okay. I could see you play a movie role, it would. <laughs> oh Lord. Because that's of your crazy. height, it would be Groot. I am Groot. See, there you go. There you you go. got it. <laughs> At least you didn't say lurch from the Adams family. No, I would never. Dad gummit, that was, that'd be too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that my whole life in my last name. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So for you, and and this is, I'm just going to go movie, but because of your personality, because of what you used to do as a job, I'm going to say two movies, mm. Urban Cowboy <laughs> or Heartland. Heart. Okay. I can see those. You could star in Urban Cowboy or Heartland. Wait, Heartland. Heartland is in what? George Strait? Yeah. Sing a no, song. Pure country. About the heart, right? pure country. Pure country. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Pure country. Well, and that, that actually fits perfectly because pure country was the name of the place where I taught line dancing. So see, pure there country you go. it is. <laughs> there you go. Pure country. You'd be George Strait. I love that's, it. That's, that's it. That's, that's your role. <laughs> and, and hey, let's do this. 
What's the phone number to call if they want to be part of the show? 650-UAB-SHOW. If you have a role that you think that either Adam or I would be good for, what's that number again? 650-UAB-SHOW. And that O is actually a zero. 650-UAB-SHOW. So UAB like the football team. Yes. And show like we are. Yeah. Because we are a show. You got it. There you go. Uh, Hit us up on the socials. D Adams 419, Run Tide Run. Uh, The show on Twitter is Not Related Bros. The show on Instagram is Unrelated to Birth. Instagram for us, too, is basically the exact same. We are Facebook, facebook facebook.com, backslash Unrelated at Birth. Find the Unrelated unrelated at Birth fan group. I can't talk tonight for some weird reason. (laughs) Unrelated at Birth. Uh, who'd you what about? Apparently somebody has put that, that curse on me that they're, they're controlling me. Whatever that one, the Cruciatus curse. Is that yeah. Cruciatus. It's Cruciatus. 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 It's no R in it. Fine. Whatever. That is that <laughs> curse. Um, you know what? I think that I'm going to write in our unrelatedbirth.com tomorrow. Yeah. Because we haven't done that in a very long time. The last thing on there is Halloween from you. Um, then I'm going to write a post about what it's like been the last couple of weeks, staying at home, you know, missing Disney, missing all this. I think, I think we should, we should do that. Where sure. are, you, oh, are you showing me the Cruciatus? Cruciatus. Cruciatus. Cru, cru. No, there's, there's no a, artist. It's not artist. It's Adam. Cruciatus. Crucio. Crucio. Cruciatus. But look at the incantation down here. Not artists. You were saying artists. Fine. (laughs) Points one victim. Cruciatus. Or, you know what? While we're on the subject, um, have you seen. We're trying to end the the show here. I know, right? Have you seen the meme where um, they're on the train um, in the first movie? And Hermione's like, have you tried any spells? And Harry's like, no. And she's like, I've tried one, but I haven't had much luck with it yet. Avada Kedavra. And it cuts straight to directed by Chris Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie's over. Yeah, you sent me that. And, and, and by the way, the, can I, I want to go back to my villain thing and just okay. wrap up a thought there. I would actually put Lucius Malfoy up there because the dude could have ended the whole thing if he hadn't gone, Avada, like that in the movie. He uh-huh. said, so slow, man. You give him the Avada Kedavra, boom. Not slow and steady, you know? Come on. But that's just how Lucius is. I mean, he was just a drama queen. So, I mean, that's what he was. Anyway, (laughs) anyway. Close the show, Dave. Guys, we we love y'all. We say it every week. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for sitting at home listening to us. Because normally, I guess you listen to us in your car, but you're not in your car. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might be sitting out in the driveway trying to get a break. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that's not a bad idea. In fact, my boss has a, an RV, and he's gone out to his oh RV to work from home. <laughs> I said, dude, that's a great idea. You've got a oh mobile You've got a, a, a mobile command unit. That is so um, funny. I almost want an RV for that reason, and so I can go out and sue my wife and say, hey, that there's an RV. <laughs> Don't get too attached. We're going to take it back with us when we get leave next month. Where'd you get the tenement on wheels? <laughs> <laughs> Pooper's full. 
Anyway, guys, well, we love y'all. Thank y'all for uh, for taking time out of your day to listen to us. Just just goof off and have fun. But uh, Adam, take them home. Stay safe, wash your hands, and stay at home. Just like we said last week, please do it. We all want to have football in the fall. So stay safe, everybody, and we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Y'all have a good week and be kind to each other. Bye, guys. Why is it that after every Cruciatus. show? Cruciatus. <laughs> Why is it that after every show, what? I got to be my racehorse. Oh, there's my outfit. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs>